you know, just to take a little quick sidebar, Dominic, as being the mayor of Windsor and, you know, you guys were, were pretty dadgum close here to the fires, mm -hmm. uh, the recent ones. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty challenging time uh, in my first year as, as being the mayor of Windsor. So, uh, you know, for, for me, honestly, the, you know, you try to separate the, the two between my, my job in the government and my, my, my role in the winery, but they intersect. And uh, if I didn't have my big brother Joe here to support me, uh, both in the winery and, and in life, and there's no way that I could, I could uh, hold the role of mayor. And that was uh, very, very clear during the, the fires. So some of your listeners may not realize, but Windsor was pretty much the epicenter of the Kincaid fires. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had to uh, essentially preside over the town when we ordered the largest evacuation in the history of, of our city. Uh, we wow. evacuated right. uh, wow. 30,000 people in about four and a half hours. Wow. Um, which is the first time we'd ever done that. Man. And then uh, shortly thereafter, we were meeting at our emergency operations center, and I was told by our uh, deputy chief of uh, fire, who was normally a very cheerful person, and it's one of the first times I, I saw him very somber, and explained to me that we were uh, most likely, for all the projections showed that we were going to lose the, the, the town the next day. And Gosh. he said that the only hope that we had to not lose the town was that if the fire broke a little early, essentially turned westward a little early, then it would only take out that, uh, that, that sparsely populated area between Healdsburg and Windsor, which is exactly where, where we're we are right today. now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> thank so. God. But you know, it's so. the truth. It, it seemed, when people call me and ask me what was going on, I said, it's outrageous, it's huge, it's a gigantic footprint, but thank God it's, it's in a, mostly it's been in areas that are, are less populated. Yeah, and that was and that was the, the, the probably one of the most uh, difficult and emotional moments of my life to realize that uh, uh, we were either going to lose it was my town, or we were going to lose our, our family business, and uh, that was that was rough. And I had to take a couple minutes, and uh, I'll, I'll admit what happened. I went outside, and and it was uh, had some some tears in my eyes, and, and I didn't know what I was, I was how I was going to get through this. Yeah. And I do what I always do when I, when I you know I've got concerns or doubts and I called my big brother Joe and yeah. he he gave me uh he gave me a, a, a stern confident talking to about uh you know everything that would everything would work out the way mm -hmm. it was supposed to mm -hmm. and, uh, and it gave me the kind of support and confidence to go back in and, and help lead and uh over the next 12 hours we ended up organizing uh, what's being called one of the, the the greatest fire stops in the history of California so with yeah. 200 firefighters uh, and an engine almost in every driveway uh we ended up uh having our first responders fight, fight uh, house to house, and we saved every single house in the city. There That's were firefighters from around the country. Yeah. They, they, that they is up. coming in yeah. incredible. Do you feel from the fires that it happened a couple years previously that the community or the area was more prepared for something like this in general with more um, firefighters and people around Oh, tre tremendously. So I was the vice mayor of the town during the, the Tubbs fire in 2017. So uh, we, there was night and day between how prepared, not only we were, but our, our residents were prepared for it. And so we were able to, to react a lot better and then get a lot more help. Uh, so we were- Like more respect for the fire. Essentially said when time, we said yeah. you need to go, we need to go. <laughs> so that was, sorry, and I'm about to go into my next story, but that was in a town, one of the reasons we were able to save the town is because every, when we asked everybody to leave, everyone left. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, finally after uh, a couple hours, uh, you know, we had finally, I think, got a, a decent containment on the, on, on the wall of flame hitting Windsor, 
Uh, I thought we were out of it, and I got a text message from you talking about community from our good friend on the other side of the hill from us, literally a couple hundred yards away, John Visley owns Visley Vineyards. Yeah, John. And he sent me a message essentially saying, just so you know, we're about to lose our wineries. And at that point, the concern for me was not, you know, losing the winery. Obviously, that's awful. But the idea was I knew that John, being a stubborn old farmer, hadn't left. So uh, get in the car with our deputy fire chief and, and race up here with the idea that we're going to we're gonna try to convince John to, you know, get in the car with us and evacuate. To leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was the, that was the the, the message that our, our our fire chief gave to John. I was like, you know, Mr. Visley, it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. And we see the fire approaching, and we're standing on this deck, literally where we're standing now, and we see the fire coming down the hill, and realize that uh, probably all all is lost in the next few minutes, as far as our, our wineries and our vineyard, and out of a Hollywood movie, you couldn't have scripted. it. Uh, any closer or, or more dramatically, the skies part and uh, one of the big 747 super tankers through shows the smoke up, through the, shows up through oh. the smoke and drops a quarter of a million gallons of of a fire retardant on this hillside right on, here on this entire hillside. You can see the line from here. So everywhere you see that green, you uh, yeah, all burned. All those trees yeah. had burned, and uh, and then f uh, th like three or four more smaller planes followed, plus two helicopters, and it was literally the aerial attack that saved us with the, in the last minute. Um, we ended up having an ember strike. So essentially, the, the, the winds were so heavy and the fire was so close, uh, the winds threw uh, a piece of fire onto the back of our building, lit the back of the building on fire, uh, our barrel, our bell room. So fortunately, that was put out. But we, you could not have come any closer to us losing That's this place. That's pretty close. And for us, it's not like this is one of our. It's not where not big corporate winery. It's not one of our, our many production facilities. This is where yeah. we do everything. It's everything. The heart and soul this is, this of the heart and soul, yeah. our vineyard our production, this is where we do everything. And and for us, it makes us appreciate even more how fortunate that we are to, to be here and to be able to share our wines. The one message we keep trying to get out to people is, we yeah, we came really, really close, but we survived. And the only concern that, that we as a community have uh, is that people need to understand that and you can't, you can't they obviously your listeners can't see it, but everything is green already. It's yeah. beautiful. It's gorgeous. And we just need people to realize that we survived, but we need people to come back and enjoy it. The best way people can help with recovery after the fires is to come drink wine with us.